listening to the Grow Further Podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Christy. I'm Ellie. And we are your hosts. Grow further with us, starting now. Chris, how are you doing today? Hello, my friend. I'm doing so much better now that we're talking about this episode and that we're actually going to do it. I feel like we've been talking about it like, oh, this is going to be so cool. What you know, like, what can we talk about? And we're actually here. I know. Finally. And I'm really excited, although you just set the bar pretty high. So I hope we deliver. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but it was like, this better be good after uh, all this excitement. Right. But you know, one thing, though, Ellie, that I did say at the end of the last podcast is that I was going to check in with you, maybe yeah. on an identity-based goal and how you were doing. Yes. So... I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you that I was going to do this. You totally are. So um, I've been talking a lot, uh, especially with my partner, about identity-based goals. And, you know, we've really been trying to frame a lot of our goals towards that. And right now, here's a spoiler alert for those of you who don't know, I am expecting. <laughs> and in yeah. Uh, and instead of really putting all these parameters on myself about how much exercise I should be getting, how much sleep I should be getting, I just want to be a person that has a healthy pregnancy. So, you know, I'm just trying to cast votes for that, making sure that I am eating healthily, making sure that I'm moving as much as possible, making sure that I'm taking the time to rest and not feeling guilty about it. Yes. So that's that's how I'm casting votes for myself. Oh my gosh, that is so inspirational. Thanks. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, we highly recommend it. But otherwise, we are going to transition into talking about today's topic. So Ellie, what are we talking to the group about today? Today, we're talking about appreciation, how we show it, how we avoid taking the people that we care about for granted. And unfortunately, I think it happens all too often. Who do you think we take the most for granted? And I'm not just asking you, Ellie. I'm going to ask anybody if you're in the car, at the gym, on a walk, you know, between on a break or something, you know, like who do we tend to take for granted in our lives? What, what do you think? I mean, there's no right or wrong. So personally, I think that we tend to take for granted the people that we have the highest expectations of. So the people that we have key relationships within our life, the people that are closest to us, whether it's the people that we work with often, um, our significant others, sometimes our children. Uh, it's those, those individuals that we have the closest relationships with. And I think that it really is it's because of expectations. And I, I think that a whole other episode could be spent on talking about the difference between having standards and having expectations, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say expectations of another person that you can't control are kind of dumb. Ooh, you're just throwing it out there. I just said it. Yeah, you did. You're actually making me think a little bit different. So what I'm hearing from you is that we tend to take those closest to us for granted. I think so. And one of the ways that we take those closest to us for granted is by... Maybe the day-to-day -day things that person does for you, we start to expect it. Exactly. Thank you for kind of reiterating that <laughs> for everybody to understand because it, you just unpacked it for us in a way that's super simple. It, it, that's exactly right. We start to – sometimes we do things or act in ways or um, have routines that we partake in. And unfortunately, when those routines become – normal and normalized, they turn into expectations. It's a cycle that we have to be very aware of because mm. 
that can lead to taking people that we really care about for granted. I mean, so Chris, we we have to think about why we wanted to talk about this today. And my question for you is, have you ever had a key relationship in your life or a relationship in general where you thought that you were showing appreciation to that person? You were, you know, doing one of the plethora of things that you can do to really show someone that you appreciate them. And they still conveyed feelings of feeling under appreciated or taken for granted, or there, there was resentment building that you found out about later. Mm -hmm. I think it happens all too often. Have you had that type of experience? Um, I'd have to say that it makes me think about Ruby because I don't know if for you and the listeners out there, if you've heard of the five love languages by Gary Chapman. So if this is something that you're into, when we talk about a culture of appreciation, you know, we can think about love languages also in that term of appreciation. And so, and he also wrote a book about the five appreciation languages in the workplace. So there is actually a a connection there. We're going to focus on appreciation today, even though there is, you can think about the love languages too. I think about Ruby for Mm -hmm. sure. My appreciation language slash love language. Can you guess? Yours? I think, you know, I think you've got to know. We're going to go through them, everybody. If you haven't read the book or if you don't know about these love languages, we're going to get into it in just a second. I... Man, that's a hard one because I'm going to let you tell me because I, I can't say that I can pin one down. And that's where it's sometimes hard. There, There's some nuances here between them. And the interesting thing is the first thing that comes to mind for me is how do you usually show appreciation mm-hmm. towards me? And I think that probably you always take the time to tell me about my impact and to acknowledge in long text <laughs> messages or, or starting out, the, you know, a, a connection point or a call that way. Um, yeah. So let's, let's, you nailed it. Uh, did I? You, yeah, you nailed it. It's words of affirmation. And so going back to your question, Ellie, if I can think about a time when I've appreciated someone else in my language, but not necessarily theirs, I'd definitely say Ruby's love language slash appreciation language is acts of service. Mm. So I would tell her that I appreciate things, but if I'm not making my actions match my words, like if you appreciate it so much, then how about you do something for people that words aren't enough? Like you need to show me (laughs) that is a place where I mean, Ruby and I went through a time where it's just like, I thought I was showing you appreciation. She's like, not necessarily. Like, it'd be really helpful to me if you would do these things that I've asked instead of, you know, doing the same things over and over and forget. Or or saying that you, that you really appreciated things that she did or, or, or speaking to her in that way. Yes. So let's start from the beginning. So let's talk about what it means to have this um, culture or environment of appreciation, because when I think about a culture of appreciation, it, we've we've kind of defined it, and it's a place where people are seen, heard, and feel appreciated, mm-hmm. right? It's a place where people don't feel taken for granted, where they don't feel neglected by way of us showing them how much we value them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we're trying to create, and that's what we're trying to talk about here. And I love that you talked about the love languages, because for all of our listeners that haven't been kind of introduced to uh, Gary Chapman's five love languages, that's okay. Because Mm -hmm. like we said, we're going to talk about them in terms of appreciation, but there is a direct relationship between them. And the important part, and we're going to go through them in a moment, but the important part is that we may be showing somebody appreciation in a way that matters to us, 
but it's not necessarily the thing that resonates with them. It's, it's almost like we're banging our head against the wall and right. they, they're not feeling it. They're not feeling the love, no matter how much we show them appreciation in our own way. And what we're talking about here is how can we align? How can we get on the right. same page? How can we understand what people that we care about need from us in regards to appreciation and also open the door for people to understand what we need for them when it comes to feeling appreciated. Yes. And I think you and I have used this analogy of filling up each other's cup. Mm. You know, if you feel like you're constantly pouring in someone else's cup and they're not necessarily returning that into your cup, it can feel and start to feel like you're getting empty. Absolutely. And I think it's easy to feel guilty for that. Like maybe you're expecting too much. And, you know, these are all thoughts that we're likely to wrestle with you know, individually, but I'd love to unpack. There's five total languages. What we'd love to challenge you to think about is what is yours, you know, or, or think about what yours is. If you don't know, like through our descriptions, and then maybe dedicate the rest of this episode to a person, a relationship that means quite a bit to you, perhaps a relationship that maybe you've been taken for granted um, unintentionally, knowing it's not something that we do on purpose. It's just sometimes those we spend the most time with, we do take them for granted and maybe think about what their love language or appreciation language might be. Yes. And then we'll have a challenge for you at the very end, but there are five. Okay. So we're transitioning now. We're going to go through them together. There's five. The first appreciation language is words of affirmation. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, Ellie. I already acknowledged like, this is my appreciation language. I need to hear it. And there's a part of me that feels embarrassed mm -hmm. to say that, but it's just true. Like, I'm just going to own it because it's okay. You know, we all have a mixed variety of these languages. And this is all about letting them know that they did something valuable with their words. Share what they did and why it mattered to you. And the thing that I would say that matters the most to me here is be specific. Like, Ellie, have you ever been thanked? And it was just such a general thank you that you're like, that could have gone for anything. Yeah. Where it, it actually had the opposite effect. Exactly. It's just, it doesn't seem, mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't seem personal. It seems almost like so laissez-faire that you didn't really, it didn't land. It didn't land. And I think that so often we have the tendency to just say thank you. And when you can put into words what you're thanking a person for and why you're thanking them. And also, I love the idea mm -hmm. of sharing why it mattered mm -hmm. to you, how it impacted you positively. That for those people that words matter, that means a lot to them. So no matter what uh, way you've been showing them appreciation, unless you verbalize specifically what they've done and why it matters, they're not going to feel appreciated. So I think that's a really good one. And remember, y'all, these go for professional and personal relationships, right? For friendships, for, you know, parent child relationships, for any person that you have in your life mm -hmm. that, um, you know, you want to feel more connected to using this mindset mm -hmm. and appreciating them in the way that they want to be appreciated is really important. So the next one is quality time. And quality time is a tricky one it is. because with all of the distractions that we have nowadays, quality time is really when you're listening to a person, you're allowing them to speak, allowing them to have space to express ideas, fears, concerns, joys, and giving them your undivided attention. Mm. Undivided versus divided and that, attention. That's and that hard. is so hard to do. But that just, is really hard. I'm just thinking about how it feels, though, when somebody puts their phone down or they turn the TV off and they turn towards you. 
and just give you their time or even in a meeting, you know, we, we have so many virtual meetings nowadays. It's like, it's so nice not to see someone's eyes like going all over the screen because they got multiple things going on. And I just know that they're focused in exactly for people with that appreciation language of quality time. That's really what they need. The undivided attention, the, the time to share their thoughts and ideas and just having your time. Yeah. I think another way to put this is being present. So mm. I'll never forget how many times um, I would uh, be on a visit or traveling with my leader mm-hmm. um, and the environment was such that my leader kept every time their phone would ping, every time a call would come in, they'd pick up their phone. They were really, really attentive to their phone and it felt like I did not matter. Mm. And that was tough. That was tough. I did not I feel appreciated. Relatable. I did not be- feel valued. Mm -hmm. I think that's very relatable and what a perfect example of what it felt like when you weren't appreciated in your language or in the language in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. I can relate to that feeling. I think there's a lot of people right now that are probably thinking about even in their personal lives, you know, just not having the person's undivided attention. And so just know that that is what quality time is all about. And that might not be for everybody, right? Like maybe you don't need that. I don't know why Ellie, but I feel like yours is acts of service. Ooh, Am I wrong? It's the next one. So, so acts of service is the next one. And that's when you recognize um, what someone is experiencing and you do so through taking something off their plate. You take on something or do something for them. So right. um, as an example, when um, my partner, Andy, loads and unloads the dishwasher for mm. me, like that makes me feel appreciated because it makes me feel like I'm not the only person in the house yes. that attends to those things. Interestingly enough, I would actually say that I tend to show appreciation through acts of service, though my appreciation language is actually quality time. Really? Yes. Okay. Isn't that interesting? So that is so interesting. So think about that. You know, as we're going through each of these and as we're kind of unpacking them, think about does the way you show appreciation when you're thinking about that that person you're dedicating this time to, does the way you show them appreciation, is that the same as how they want to be appreciated? Right. And we I think we even I gave you an example of, you know, how I, my love language, appreciation language is words of affirmation. I use that with Ruby, Mm -hmm. but that's not her language. Exactly. And so we were missing the mark. We were missing each other. I mean, so that happens all the time. I think that that's so easy to do. And I'm glad to know your appreciation language. Yeah. yeah, Don't you see why I love spending this quality time? No, you don't have to do anything for me. I've done nothing for you. I just need to give you my undivided attention. Spend spend some time. Okay. Okay. The next one, tangible gifts. Okay. This is the next one, tangible gifts as a language of appreciation. Sometimes people want to have that muffin, you know, put on their desk or they want that gift card or a bonus in a work, you know, from a work example perspective, like by way of gift giving that can show appreciation. So that's absolutely going to resonate with quite a few people out there. And I think um, we can even relate to that our personal lives, right? Some people like to be showered with gifts. That's when, when you receive a thoughtful gift, it means that mm-hmm. person appreciates you. They, they were thinking of you. Um, some people really love to get flowers. Like that is a way right. that some individuals really like to be shown appreciation um, and knowing 
knowing that is helpful because uh, I'll say that even if it's a small gift, a big gift, that it will matter to people whose appreciation language is gifts or tangible gifts. Now, the last one that we have to talk about is appropriate physical touch. And I can resonate with this because I am a hugger. Me too. Right? I see someone, I want to give them a hug. But especially in these times, it's a little bit precarious. And you need to understand some people like to be hugged. Some people like fist bumps. Some people don't want you near their space at all. Um, and I was, uh, I was recently in a meeting with a colleague and she had shared with me that she went to a conference and the coolest thing was that they had lanyards around their neck and the lanyard color was associated with the level of appropriate physical touch a person wanted to engage in. Wow. Yeah. So there was one color for, for like, come on, give me a hug. There was one, one for handshakes and fist bumps. And there was no one way. for please don't engage with me in that way. Oh my gosh. So you can avoid that awkward, like, what are we doing here? Hi. Yeah, the dance. Like the hand comes out and then the arms go out and then their face, where, the, where the, hand, the hand, and then you brush your hair back oh, with yeah. your hands. God, That's I've slick. been so many moments like that. I would have appreciated a lanyard. <laughs> but I mean, if we think about it, we just reviewed five of the appreciation languages. And so what we would love to leave you with are just a few tips, right? We want you first to better understand and have language to describe your own appreciation language if you haven't already because hopefully (laughs) know thyself (laughs) god you make me laugh Uh. um the second thing is for that person that you dedicated this time to maybe have at dinner tonight or maybe over the phone maybe just ask them hey what's your appreciation language you could even make it into a game and you could guess and then maybe they could tell you um but if you better understand and know what their appreciation language is. I think that's going to help us to grow further as people because we are more likely to grow further when we have at least one person that we can lean on and when we have a support system and we're going to grow further together. Yes. And this is all about relationships. So that would be the other challenge. Well, even better, have them listen to the episode and then you can debrief, you could talk about it and you can share what your appreciation languages are. And you know what, you should really do that with anybody that you share key relationships with. Start with the person that you've dedicated this episode or this time to, and then move on and think about all of the people that you interact with that you may have taken for granted, or you may be showing appreciation in your own language instead of speaking theirs. And then the last one, is go ahead and practice. Think about something that the person you dedicated this time towards has done for you and show them appreciation in the way they want to be appreciated. Um, You know, Chris, I'll I'll end with this. Have you ever heard, you've heard of the golden rule, right? Yes. The golden rule, treat people as you want to be treated. Yes. So this is where we are considering or asking you to consider to follow the platinum rule. So platinum is more valuable than gold. And the platinum rule is treat others the way they want to be treated. Mm. Ask them, respond to it, and show them appreciation the way they like to be appreciated. And then you won't miss one another. That's a pretty solid challenge. Okay. We're going to leave you with that. We really appreciate you being here and please let's build the relationships we have with those that we love, lead, work with, and serve. Have a great evening, rest of your day, and we'll see you next time on the Grow Further Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Grow Further Podcast. If you'd like to help us grow further, please subscribe. And don't forget to let us know what you thought of today's episode.